And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Tim McMaster and Eno Saris from The Athletic. Bad news for the Tampa Bay Rays on Tuesday. Ace Tyler Glasnow had an MRI Tuesday morning. He has a partially torn UCL and a flexor tendon strain. He will go the rehab route. And Eno, this is always the big topic when it's a partially torn UCL. Do you just go ahead with the Tommy John? No, it's going to be 18 months, but you'll probably come back in good shape. Or do you go this route, which is the rehab, strengthen it, and hopefully be back a lot sooner. But then it always feels like a ticking time bomb. They're going to go with the rehab. There have been success stories doing it this way. Yeah, I think any surgery is something to be avoided as long as possible. Um, as good as Tommy John is, there's still a 15% failure rate. So there's still a chance that it doesn't work out. So most teams have, do try to do it. The Angels have tried to avoid surgery with a couple of their guys, Garrett Richards um, and some other guys in the past. I think most of the time they've ended up getting the surgery. However, Masahiro Tanaka is a famous name that has avoided surgery. Um, Denilson Lamette is in the middle of trying to come back from a similar injury where he missed the playoffs last year, and now he's pitching for the Padres. Um, and then on their own team, Tampa has Nick Anderson, who sprained his elbow. I'm not exactly sure uh, if it's the exact same injury, but the idea is he could have had surgery. They're trying to rehab him and have him come back in the second half. So if Nick Anderson is going to miss a half a season, I would guess the Taylor Glass now will miss the sort of middle half of the season, and that would probably bring him back sometime in late August, early September. This team is obviously in a great position right now. Best record in Major League Baseball. So in some ways, you look at that and you think, okay, they can survive for a while. The pitching overall has been great. But when you take him out of that equation, how does the rest of that pitching staff as a whole kind of fill the void? Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. That's a, it's a blow for the fourth best pitching staff in baseball. But, you know, given that their their home uh, environment and, and their defense is so good, they're one of the best run suppressors in baseball. That should continue. And they do have the sort of Houdini whiff about them where they just manage to always suppress runs. But the problem is... Tyler Glass now is like a top five, top 10 starter in the league. He's an aces ace. So, you know, if he comes back in September, they can paper over it and make it to the end and maybe survive and be fine. But if he doesn't come back this year, they're going to need the upside. And that upside is going to be in the body and the arm of Luis Patino, um, who they acquired in the Blake Snell trade from San Diego. He should be the next man up unless they tried to do something short term. Uh, with other players. And then the next arm beyond that, that also is probably one of the top three uh, pitching prospects in baseball is Shane Boz, who is just ripping it up. He's part of the Austin Meadows trade from the Pirates. He is just ripping it up in double A right now. There is still Glasnowian upside uh, in this, in this great uh, Tampa, you know, organization, but they will be, 
further, less further far along in the development cycle. These guys will have a bust rate attached to them. They may not work out, uh, but maybe Tampa will have to turn to them in this time of need. They do have the best system and granted it's all, not all pitchers. There's plenty of great hitters. There's the number one prospect in baseball. Who's a hitter in that system. But as far as youth to lean on, nobody really has more than the Rays. Yeah, it's it's been part of their philosophy to be coming and going at the same time. You trade away anybody who has is getting close to 27 years old. You just you just try to have everybody be 23 to 25 on the team. Um, and that has allowed them. I thought this was going to be a step back year for them, but it looks like they're running on all cylinders and they haven't even yet brought up Vidal Brujan, Wander Franco or Shane Baz. So I really think despite this being a, a poor day for for Tampa, uh, they are still in position to win that division and uh, and make the postseason as a division winner. And you mentioned the division. Obviously, the Red Sox have been overachievers so far this season. The Yankees, underachievers. The Blue Jays, we're not quite sure yet as far as that team goes. But there's depth there, so there are going to be teams pushing, obviously, on, on the race. This might be the best division in baseball. You know, you might have two wild cards come out of this division and a third team that is still good, like the Red Sox or Blue Jays not making the postseason. But the nice thing for the Rays is they built a bit of a cushion, um, you know, having 43 wins already. The playoff odds on Fangraphs say they have a 50% chance of winning the division. That reflects how good the division is. But to me, there's still the stable of young talent that they haven't called up yet that doesn't really factor into the projections very well because you can't project how good Juan Franco is going to be until he makes it to the big leagues and actually shows you. So there's something that the projections are missing probably on this and that goes in Tampa's favor. All right. Thank you for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the athletics new headline section for much more on this story to get access to all the athletics, great sports content, visit the athletic.com slash headline pod, where you can join right now for just three 99 per month. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.